1: Crack a lagging Podcast World. Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 80. Ochenta. Oh,
2: crack it. Well,
1: on today's topic, we're going to be coming to you with uh, I'm calling it Finding Happiness in the Little Things. John's calling it Treats, I think.
2: Yep. We're going with uh, the Little Treats in Life. Uh, little the treats the in Little life. Like
1: Treats that. in Life. It's pretty solid. John, you want us to tell everyone how we came up with this uh, flat topic?
2: Yeah, this this topic came up um, on our trip when we were in Boston last week. You know, we just kept traveling around, having a good time, and it seemed like every 13 to 17 minutes, Hot Dog had to pull over for uh, something sweet to eat. So,
0: Was it a sweet apple or banana sweet? <laughs> Probably those carrots and celery. <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> that was me and CeCe eating the carrots and celery. Um, Hot Dog was eating two Snickers at a time. Like when we landed back in Lafayette. So we were kind of picking on him. And uh, he always talks about how he doesn't really super look forward to eating. You know, he kind of eats to live rather than lives to eat. And I uh, said, man, you know, you, I see you eating candy all the time. I mean, I know you like your little sweets in the evening. What's the deal? Do you feel differently about that?
1: And he said. Do I feel differently about that than regular food? Yes. Uh, I like regular food first, which is a shock. Was a shocker that to the a shock. Yes, that was a shock. Well, I mean, eat way more of it. If you do a breakdown on a daily basis, it's like a 5% snacks. <laughs> Maybe 10 some days, to be honest.
2: So I threw it out as a little funny uh, aside just on our drive home. Like, oh, we need to do something with the little treats in life. We can talk about all the hot dogs, uh Little snacks that he likes to eat all the day, particularly the Starburst, the Salty and Sweet. Gummy Bears. Sweet. Gummy mm. bear. He ate packs of Gummy packs Bears Packs of the
1: Gummy trip. Bears.
2: The Gummy Bears may
1: go extinct. <laughs> Look, I begged John to partake in some of these things, and he would not, but but me and Craig, we got some of that ice cream. What's it called? Oh,
0: gelato. gelato. I was tempted into the gelato. It was delicious.
2: <laughs> Man, I've had some great gelato
1: um, around the
2: world, and I knew it was something that you... If you have the opportunity, you definitely skip over the yogurt and the ice cream, and you go for the gel- gelato when it's available.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I was going ice cream and sprinkles, and John convinced nope. me over to the gelato.
2: Nope. You were in the yogurt line, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yogurt
1: and sprinkles. I just wanted the sprinkles. Kind <laughs> of a bucket of sprinkles?
2: Yeah, it's true. When I was dragging him to the gelato line, he was kind of pouting, I want the, but I want the sprinkles.
1: <laughs> yeah, I wanted to see if they could get some sprinkles on that gelato, but then I got <laughs> to that gelato, and I was like, hmm, this is pretty solid. Um, So... That's come what we're coming at you with today. I think it's going to be pretty good. Um, I'm really interested to see CC's take on this because one of my thoughts, John, was you know looking at those trees. That's one of the I little treats mm-hmm. in life. So I think CC's going to be
2: beautiful stimuli.
1: Having some of that amazing wisdom that he always brings to the forefront of the table. Um, but before we get cracking into that this is part of the show here, we're going to go with the Would You Rather, and that's coming to us from. ZZ that's right ZZ Corcoran
2: baby Sean Corcoran's
1: daughter and Sean I think it's episodes 15 and 16 if you're looking for a good ride along some really really good stuff I was on a previous podcast with us so his daughter is the inspiration behind the Would You Rather and I'm going to hope I don't mess it up John you know what it is so if I do you can correct me liable to happen and that is we let Craig answer first yeah
2: he needs to go first for sure
1: Since you didn't want to tell us to pump the brakes and hit the gas. Okay. (laughs) All right. What you got for me? Would you rather live in a castle made of Legos or a castle made of marshmallows? Ooh, I do like marshmallows.
0: (laughs) I really do. I like marshmallows. But um, Legos are marshmallows? I'm going to go Legos. Okay. Mainly because... You know, growing up, I played with Legos, and you can really make some pretty creative stuff. If you've ever been to a Lego store, I mean, they literally can create anything out of Legos, as far as like a sculpture. And so, I just think about all the detail. Oh, you know, would be kind of hard, wouldn't it? I get it. Um, But you know, you can create all kind of cool spaces, all kind of neat little nuances. It'd be very, be very sturdy. I think it would probably last forever. Uh, Marshmallows would be super soft. You could grab a little bite every now and then. (laughs) That's a tough one. Hmm. God, dog it Yeah, just for the sake of living, I'm gonna go with the Legos. But man, marshmallows. That's a great. That's a great one. You make a piece off, throw it in your hot chocolate. Exactly. God. Something to be
1: said for that. But then the house starts going down. So I don't and, know.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm gonna. I know. That's a tough call since I gotta pick one. I'll go with old Legos.
2: Yeah. You know, I was thinking about that. I'm like, man, that would be a great, nice, soft surface. You know, you trip, you dive into the wall. My kids do that from time to time be a lot fewer injuries, Uh, you know, Tiny dove into the wall uh, or dove into a door one day. Of course we weren't at home, Uh, but he knocked out a tooth uh, or chipped at one of his teeth. So maybe that would cut down on some of the injuries. Um, Also, I'm right there with you, CC. I love some hot chocolate with some marshmallows in there. Um, But where I am in the stage of life, the kids would probably be eating holes in it left and right. So for stability, long-term survival of the home, I think I would probably have to go with the Legos. How about you?
0: How about you, Matt?
1: Well, I think this is a good question. First off, my inkling would be the Legos, but I think I'm going to go with the marshmallows. <laughs>
2: <laughs> snack time! Get those! Get your treat on!
1: First off, yeah, there's some snack element, but then I thought about this: Do I want the small marshmallows? Do I want the jumbo marshmallows? What am I really working with? You got there? the different color marshmallows yeah, too. You, then you have the color marshmallows. Flavor. And you know what? That's I want to stand true. out as one of the different houses on the block. So I think the marshmallows would allow me to do that. Also. The insulation of those marshmallows. I'm pretty sure my house would be pretty well insulated <laughs> when it gets cold outside. <laughs> so, well,
2: so when it gets hot or rains. Whew.
1: Yeah, there, there's, there's some truth to the rain problem with the marshmallows. Um,
0: and then technically, if you're on the second floor and there's a rail, you can just jump over the edge and land <laughs> on the first floor and kind of have like you know, your own personal jumpy.
1: So I think I would go with the marshmallows, a combination of small, big, and colored marshmallows in my house. I'll just come stay at y'all's house if I need to. <laughs> <laughs> just bring
0: a chunk of that marshmallow
1: with you. <laughs> I just think it would be different. It'd be kind of cool. That, that was, was a good way. one. No one said how long we'll be in the house either. Well, thank you, Castle. Cork and Sorry.
0: Flamley.
2: That was a good one.
1: It was a good one. And I think a nice little prelude into the topic. Because, um, again, some sweets for hot dogs. So it, it uh, kind of brings us into it. And I do think that for myself with the little treats in life i like to break down a day into moments or you could call it treats there's a lot going on just and i think one of the things that kind of brings us on as well is we had some some crazy uh accommodations on the trip we had to move locations and i do remember the last night we were at dinner and we were like "Ah, well we're going home tomorrow it's about the end of the road here and I was thinking in my head, man, I still get a good like seven, eight hours in that Fairmont bed. Like I feel like we still got a whole treat ahead of us. So I kind of look at that. That's kind of how I look at a lot of my life in general. So what about y'all's thoughts on, I guess, the treats or the little things in life that that mean a lot to you and why?
2: Yeah, I made a lot of notes uh, just looking at different things that I enjoy and appreciate during the day. You know, you can on a daily basis. One of the things that I wrote down was nice clean crisp sheets you know the first time you get Ooh, in them after yeah. they've been washed they're nice that, and dude. tight make the bed um, it's good that's right my wife every time that um, we have cream cl- cl- clean crisp sheets she's always like oh I love this and I never really noticed it or paid a whole lot of attention to it uh, until she started talking about it but now I'm like yeah you know you're right I do feel the difference this is nice it's before I get in there and wrinkle them up and I don't know, roll around and whatever I do. Uh, No other comment there. (laughs) Uh, You know, just a different feel. Uh, So that's something that um, I think is a nice little treat, you know, depending on how how often you wash your sheets. You know, it might be once a week where you get in and you have that first lay down in the sheets. I think that's, you know, a lot of different things you can look at like that. And I guess the Fairmont, you know, that was kind of where you are with that. You know, you had the room Mm. service every day, stretched them out, good to go.
1: This is true. Random question, do you all make your bed every day? we bed makers or no?
2: I am not a bed maker, but uh, my wife likes to clean up the bed and get it uh, looking better.
1: Kind of a
0: throw the sheets and blanket back where they were. Not necessarily the sharp tuck in, Mm.
1: because April usually, like Steve said, fine tunes it. Um, Oh, okay. But the bed, so the bed. So I'm a big proponent of make the bed for that exact reason. Because if you do, you make the bed, you tuck the sheets in that little one minute in the morning. I feel like when you get in the bed at night, the sheets are a little more crisp, cooler, I don't know what it is, but I'm a huge fan of, of what Wallace is saying there. Nice. Kind of creates a fresh, clean it experience. Um, another
0: little daily treat, uh, and I, Matt, you'll speak to this, hot shower. Ah, yeah. You know, those little moments. Great moments. Yeah, you know, like the, that warm cup of coffee. I I think if you look at your day at work, you know, the monotony. A lot of us have jobs where it's like you're on the grind and if you think about your whole day, it's all those little moments that really find, give you that little treat, like you said, little whether it's a little snack, it could be the cup of coffee in the morning, it could be the uh, the ride in the car looking at the trees with a good song playing, uh, hot shower at the end of the day. I mean, I think that's uh, all those little things, and that's just real superficial stuff um, that I can think of. We can get into a lot more detail, but yeah, I'm excited about this topic today. Yeah,
2: the the warm cup of coffee, like you were saying, I mean, that's something that I look forward to. Uh, getting up every day, but also, you know, an after dinner, um, coffee is just yeah. a fantastic kind of little dessert. Um, on my travels, I've tried a bunch of different types of coffee all over the world and it's, it's just amazing the different flavors, the different smells. Uh, and I love the smell of coffee too. Like it, once I smell it brewing, I'm like, Oh my God, that has to be one of the best smells on the planet. Um, so hot coffee, good coffee is something that I really look forward to. I will say that uh, if y'all ever get a chance to drink Greek coffee, mm. be careful.
0: Ooh. So Got a while I was to in
2: Greece, I was like, hey, when I'm in Greece, in Greece I'm going to have Greek coffee. <laughs> Apparently, the way that they make Greek coffee is they just take the grounds and they pour it all in the water, and then you just drink the coffee grounds, so... Oh. I did not appreciate that as much. The flavor was good, but
0: you um, it's funny you say that. Uh, local restaurant in our town called Mazins has mm-hmm. a thing called Turkish coffee, which I didn't know that I might be similar. It basically, it's served in a it's like a little pot with a little ladle, and it's just black coffee, and they give you cream, but you pour it into a very small, almost like espresso espresso size um, cup, and it's thick and dark, extremely rich. But when you get to the bottom third of that little pot, <laughs> it's basically a sludge, huh? But it's rich, it's good, and hey, you'll be you'll be moving for hours. It's awesome,
1: <laughs> turbo charge coffee. Yeah, you know one of the moments that I, I like uh, in life for the little treats is really a sunset. That's a big thing for me. Um, would like to do more in the sunrise arena, but nature, and I think CC can speak to that a little bit. Is something that um, like when I go hiking to the waterfalls, something like that is a I think one of the treats in life that God gives us, um, you know, that aren't necessarily man made, that are just given to us in the day um, in our lives or where we may be. Um, even a good rainstorm outside sometimes is a treat to, to take a nap to. What do y'all think about the nature element of things?
2: No, I agree. And I mean, growing up living in the country, um, that was one of the ways that we would entertain ourselves uh, whenever the thunderstorms were coming through in the. Um, mornings afternoons wherever they were we would line up and race the rain i don't know if you've been out in the country and experienced that where you see, see the coming. storm cra- storms coming in yeah. and all the kids who are big enough to get out there and run would go to the edge of the fields and we would just see if we could race the rain and beat the sheets of rain coming back to the house so we used to how oh, cool use the weather as entertainment growing up in the country so yeah that was a great one another one that uh comes to mind for me is uh being out on the water, you know, on the boat, fishing or just riding around or just enjoying, you know, the peace and silence on the water. Uh, experience a lot of those sunrises, sunsets. Uh, just amazing the different colors and experiences uh, that you see out there um, that are just gifts in and of themselves. Um, and I also got to give a shout out to Billy Rose, who has allowed me to have such great access to uh, doing that. Uh, over the last few years, whenever I have had an opportunity to have a boat. Uh, he's been very generous in allowing me to keep my boat. It is dock on the water, not far from my house, so I can hop on, hop off, and don't have to pull it in and out. It's been uh, a great a great gift that he's been he's shared with me over the last few years. So he just called me last night and said, hey, the wharf's almost ready, y'all. Yo. You can bring the boat back. So I was like,
1: yes, all wow. right, Billy, awesome. get on the water again.
0: <laughs> yeah, something I always try to do is, you know, With the kids, we talk about what are you grateful for, a gratitude, and a lot of times, we look at the big picture things that we're either not happy with in life or that we're grateful for in life, but it seems like the experience of life is just like a summary of all these little moments of happiness, you know? It's like you know, gratitude, just gratitude for the senses. Like we took this trip and we saw new things with our eyes, we heard new sounds, we tasted new foods. So it's like the things that we see, we hear, we taste, we smell. And all those things take for granted really are the reason you travel you're seeing something different you know you're hearing something different you're touching something different and tasting something different or even in a given day uh, it's so amazing that even when life's not good you can be grateful for the fact that you may have hopefully all of your senses some people have you know they don't have a certain sense and um, but they really really appreciate the ones they do have and they're almost magnified right mm-hmm. so I know people who can't see but They can hear like almost like a bat, you know, and it's just cool how God seems to give you more blessings in areas that you might be lacking uh, or you might be lacking something, but he magnifies other areas of your life. So just trying to be in tune with, hey, maybe my life's not going so good in this one aspect, but I can really be in touch with the other things that he's really blessing me with. I think that's pretty sweet a lot of which
1: are these little moments i think that's well said and a short little caveat on these senses you know i'm li- listening to cc say this john and it brought me back to that meal last night and cc said we were talking about food and i had been out to napa and met some famous thomas keller yeah mm-hmm. somebody thomas keller yeah and um, craig then we took a breakdown into my thoughts on food and craig paints this picture when you're eating food that like you're seeing colors and all this stuff going on so when when you're talking about senses i do think like that moment in and of itself, probably something for you. Mm-hmm. And I do appreciate a good meal. It's not that I don't, but I can't appreciate it to that level. So that is, uh, I would assume some type of treat in your life when you have a good meal. eh?
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, just to put what I paint this picture. So Matt here got to go <laughs> eat at the French Laundry in Napa Valley. It's a Thomas Keller restaurant. As you know, he's probably one of the most decorated chefs. Michelin star. It's rated number one restaurant in the United States. <laughs> it takes one year to get in, and you have to call exactly at 12.01 a.m. one year before <laughs> the date you want to go. Hopefully your phone line gets through. If it's more than five minutes, you've already lost your seat. <laughs> so it's definitely something worth... Trying to get into and Matt for like how was he? he's like eh you know I was ready to get out of there and go do something else whatever yeah, yeah
1: within a couple of hours I was ready to get out it was like a five hour meal yeah he
0: doesn't appreciate that sort of culinary I mean for him like Steve said earlier he just wants to eat and roll man give me my gummy bears give me my Snickers. <laughs> And there's, there's things to do, things to see. Uh, but it's interesting because we all, like I said, all have a different yeah. thing that gives us that little moment of happiness. Um, for some people, that might have been a really and cool thing. And I found
1: thing. out now the reason I wound up going to that because I did miss some of the meals on that trip to go hiking and a, get a burger at a little bar was the CCC's face when I showed him that picture and said, look. I stood right next to this guy a And he's taking a picture with Thomas Keller. <laughs> in his kitchen, In too. his kitchen. Oh, yeah, we hung out in the kitchen, saw how they made everything.
0: And I'm just sitting there scratching my head like, wait a minute, this is not happening. I'm an honorary sous chef now. It was
1: awesome. That was a great experience, Matt. But- yeah, it was, honestly. And I think I now know why that, that experience is so much different to me now because of that story. But I do think, CC, what you were saying about, I think a lot of times we do look at the big picture in life. Um, it could be something coming up for us that we're really excited about. It could be something kind of going downhill for us that's going on. And it was once told to me a a long time ago, and I actually really resonate and believe this, like life, you do have some highs, you have some lows, but for the most part, a lot of the days are very similar. Um, If you took, I don't know how many days out of a year, 365, and you said...
2: Yeah, that's a year. Could be a leap year, bro. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I stand corrected.
1: (laughs) Yes. And so (laughs) Um, whatever the days are of the year, and then you looked at how many days maybe you went on a vacation, how many days you dealt with some adversity, and then you took all the other days. The other days all fall into some category. They're different within each other, but they're similar. Whatever your job is, you're doing it, um, going home to the family life, whatever it is, is similar. But so I I believe that and resonate with that pretty hard. But I think the older I've gotten, the more in tune with myself. There's a lot of moments within the day that you can look forward to. For instance, this is a moment we're dealing with right here: being able to shoot the podcast, be together, being able to laugh, experience, make some memories. So, it's not just a day. And I think it's good to, to have something to look forward to within a day that can can make the lens of life look a little different. If you're looking too far ahead or you're looking at something going south for you, you miss that moment within or the treat within the day. That's actually
0: a great point. You know, somebody once told me, you always need to have a vacation plan, mm-hmm. you know, so you look forward to it. Well, those are usually one month, two months, six months out. And it's something you look forward to. But man, if you could plan little quote unquote mini vacations Word. throughout your day. Yes. So, you look at your week and you're like, okay, I'm going to have lunch with this person on this day i might do a massage this day and hey i'm gonna treat myself to some gelato on that day yes you know what i mean just little day even if you wake up in that morning you're like all right i'm gonna have these two experiences and it makes it special it makes Mm -hmm. it like your mini vacation and i think a lot of times you can break the monotony of what you consider you know uh a a monotonous life or Mm -hmm. a job or experience and make each day like its own amazing experience
2: Yeah. And I think there's opportunities. Um, there's opportunities even in your vocation to be able to do that. You know, for me, whenever I first got out and started practicing, a lot of the patients that that I was seeing were people who had already done a lot of different interventions and really didn't have great outcomes. Um, and I was able to give them some relief from the things that they were suffering with. So for me, that was just very rewarding. That's just very, that's what I live for. That's what I wanted to do. Um, it was almost something to the point where I was like, I just want to see kind of salvage patients who have failed everything else and try to see what I can do to make a difference. Cause that's, you know, that's a, a pretty um, wonderful thing. It's a great experience to be able to give somebody greater joy, ba- greater function, ba- greater um, ability to enjoy their life, uh, get them back on, you know, something that they have lost. So that was something for me getting out that was. Getting up, going to work, and not everybody enjoys their job. But that was one of the things that was really motivating for me.
0: That's a good point, Steve. A lot of times, giving, um, giving of yourself, giving people gifts, giving them your talent, gives you the the benefit of that happiness. It's sort of like the more you give, the better you feel. Uh, mm-hmm. Contribution, you know, whether it's like Matt has written letters. You know, you're writing a letter. It it gives you joy to write the letter, but it really gives the person receiving it joy. And so, just finding ways to do things for others, I think, can be one of those little moments of happiness.
1: Absolutely. I do think, um, again, if you take off of self and you maybe look at the moment being for someone else, you absolutely can bring yourself a, a moment of happiness or something to look forward to. And I, I do. I, I think the writing the letter to somebody is a, is a pretty cool thing because um, normally, for the most part, they're probably pretty excited to receive it and then you're feeling good about giving the gift. Um, what do you think about the difference though in the, the big treats in life and the little treats in life? Meaning... Something as simple as, you know, the time we're spending here doing this. But then we just went on an overarching big trip to Boston. That was quite quite the treat, especially for hot dog. It was my Father's Day gift, according to John. So, so. Lavish Father's Day. Uh, I mean, one that's going to be on Ce- the books forever. Celebrating Father's Day when we don't have any kids. So, um, you know, uh, I'll take it for peace. So we celebrated Father's Day on, on that trip. But I think that that big treat had a bunch of little treats within it. You know, it's like one of those. Uh, someone was showing me the other day. You know, those like, I think kids open them, or maybe for adults. I don't know. But you open these little like, egg-looking people, and then there's a little people, a little person within a little person within a little person within a little person. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 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 I'd never heard of this, and, it. But that's kind of what it is. A big treat broken down into little treats
0: kind of like a vacation is like a pinata oh yeah <laughs> you just smash it and all <laughs> kinds of treats overflow right pinata vacation. A, so yes yeah, so that's what you know it's <laughs> like one big treat with a bunch of little treats in it because everything about that experience is just magical at least i opinion. i agree
2: you know the, the the bigger things that you look forward to for longer periods of time like taking a vacation and doing something like that visiting family who are out of town or family coming in i think that's one of the bigger things in life, but it, there are opportunities throughout the day that you can focus on uh, and see those things. So for me, one of the things that is uh, exciting and a treat for me is seeing my wife whenever she drives home every day, making sure or seeing that she made it home safely. <laughs> Not uh, accidents. That is, that that's a treat for me. Um, you know, another one on a daily basis that I see is just holding my kids mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, looking at my kids and seeing the unbelievable unconditional love that they exude, um, without any, a whole lot of effort. So I think it's, it's good to focus on, you know, the future and the bigger opportunities that you have to go, uh, enjoy life to a greater extent, have new experiences, but also, you know, there's always the things that are right there in your lab every day to
1: appreciate. Yeah. You don't want to let those things in front of you pass you by. Um, that that's my, I, I'm with you. I, I'm kind of somewhere in the middle. I love having something to look forward to on the mm-hmm. book, so to speak. Uh, But then I normally don't really entertain that until it becomes the time to do it. Hence the reason we wound up in Roxbury um, (laughs) in South Boston. What a treat. (laughs) What a treat. So um, there's there's kind of a, a pro and a con to that side of things. But I also think a big key to this is mindset. I think the mind is a really powerful thing and you can... Um, Have the right mindset to be able to find the treats within a day, especially if you're in a spot in life that is on the downslide, you know, uh, maybe struggling with some sort of adversity or another is to to get your mind into a mindset of looking at the positive around you, looking at the things within a day. Because if you sit there and you say, oh, my gosh, man, it's going to be whatever months till I feel better, get out of this, whatever I'm going through. That can be rough on the mind and the mental makeup versus, man, yeah, it might be a while till I get where I'm trying to go here, Mm -hmm. but within that journey, I can find all the little treats along the way.
0: I think you're 100% right, both of y'all, because it's like, you know, if you are conscious of these blessings in your life, like you can make yourself conscious of the gifts you have. It's not about pursuing the thing, right? I'll be happy when I get to Mm -hmm. this thing, right? I was guilty of that for a long time. Or I'll be happy when this trial is over. It's more like, I've got you know, this family that runs up to me when I get home. I have these dogs that won't stop jumping on me. And, you know, there's all this joy. It's like, wow, that's amazing. You know, if I appreciate that moment right now, then I'm living, I'm in that moment of happiness. That's why I'm here. I mean, it's not the pursuit of it. And I, I mean, I've been real guilty of that over the years because it's, you, know, you could pursue it,
1: but it's right there before you, mm-hmm. you know? Really well said, CC. And, and I think that that is a, a valid point for all of us in our lives, probably go down that road at some point or another.
0: What are y'all's thoughts on, and this is just something that came to mind, um, the creativity of life and the happiness it brings? I think you look at a child, you know, I think I was thinking of S- S- Steve's kids, they were on um, <laughs> FaceTime and they're just cutting up and they're yeah. you send us videos of them dancing and you know, over time we become older kids and we're teenagers and we're adults and then we're just in this grind of life and all that creativity of just the magical uh, moments of making a fort or playing a game or just fighting bad guys or whatever you know that kind of stuff i think brings a child so much joy they live in their state of happiness whereas adults we live in this state of sort of trying to survive with moments of happiness so what can we do to recreate that i think about like you know painting Um, a lot of these creative avenues like our podcast or our business ventures for me it's a it's more of a creative process, not so much about what it does financially as it is, just the joy of thinking differently. And I often think about how many adults out there played a sport when they were younger and loved it. But after it was over, they just assumed, well, that was a former time in my life. Well, if you loved baseball in high school and college, you like to watch it, would you have a good time playing a pickup softball game? Mm -hmm. Or, you know, if you love to play tennis, like I thought my mom and dad, I remember them hitting tennis balls back and forth when I was a kid. But like, they probably haven't swung a racket in 30 years, but would, would it make them happy to hit a ball across the net again, whether you're you're good or not? Yeah. You know, and just instead of saying, well, I can't do it anymore, go pick up a new sport and just find somebody to to be crappy with together. You know, I don't know.
1: No, I 100% agree, and John has mentioned this a lot on the cast. Don't lose your inner kid is a, is another pretty big focal point um, that I, I think we've all maintained here to some degree. I'm with you, Craig. We're, we're on the creative side and a lot. And I'm with John, still like a child. John, you got that... <laughs> That creative inner kid. You can, he can definitely
0: turn it on, which is awesome.
2: No, I agree. I mean, I think that, you know, we can all learn a lot of those lessons like CC was talking about, uh, from, from our children. Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, when I met my wife, she forced tennis on me. You know, I had played sports growing up, but it wasn't really doing anything competitive anymore. Uh, but when I started playing tennis, um, it gave me an opportunity to compete and do other things, uh, you know, in that realm. And it was, Something that I was able to get that same kind of feeling of whenever I was playing sports when I was younger. It was a different sport, but it was something that I really uh, learned to enjoy to a great extent. And I played a ton before I started raising all these children. <laughs> I still play Wallace. a little bit, but it's... Wallace is the reason you got intense. Wallace is the reason. She, so
1: Wallace is the reason we know each other. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. She
2: forced it on me. Major Shout awesome. out to Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> it took her about eight months, but...
1: All right, guys. Um, it's been a good, good show so far. We've enjoyed um, talking about the treats of life, and we're gonna move it on into the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas, what made you pump the brakes. And this week, our buddy CC's taking it in. And we have no idea where he's going with this. CC, okay, we it, gassing it, uh, or breaking or
0: we're gonna do two of them. Whoa! Oh. First one is a combination of gas, brakes, gas, brakes, gas, brakes.
1: Start, stop, start, stop,
0: stop. Start, start, stop. stop. You know what that is? That is standing with hot dog at a crosswalk in Boston. (laughs) That's true, because he will try
2: to throw you out there before you uh, look, and then
0: oh, a scar coming. The little person with the sign that says walk or don't walk, we ignore those in Boston when you're with Hot Dog. No cars come, you walk, unless a car's coming, but you're not sure if it's turning. So you just kind of look at him, you look at the cars, and you try to go with the flow. So There's a few times where I started to hit the gas and quickly hit the brakes. Other times, I was hitting the brakes while he was hitting the gas, and then I had to hit the gas to catch him. So... um That was my. <laughs> yes, yeah. that's very
2: true. <laughs> yes yeah, Fortunately, oh, nobody was injured in that. So nobody
0: was I injured hit by car one time. You, almost. That car well, was anticipating me. I think Matt knew he wasn't going to get hit.
1: The car didn't know. it it's yeah, right. not going to hit. I, I read it. I read it. Thank you, CC. Um, he was by the end of that trip. CC was green dotting all over the place with oh, those yeah. crosswalks. <laughs> I was so proud of him. I
0: mean, I got her in my jaywalker badge. <laughs> and I had yes I was I had it down and so that was my first my second one was when we returned um, hit the brakes Father's Day which was really awesome so that was a chance for all of us to kind of see our fathers and uh, be a father to somebody uh, or some children and our father figure for those of you out there that don't have your kids just you know just being a role model but it's also cool to be appreciated and to uh, you know just give thanks and praise for the uh, men in our life who were fathers or father figures and then to just uh, sit back and look at the happiness of of life if you are a father and so that was cool we did that had a great day a great family time and it was pretty
1: awesome amen cc good amen. work yeah cc that's comedic too <laughs> I I'd like that's that a story.
2: pretty good description of what went down though. So, <laughs>
1: pretty good it really is Starts <laughs> oh man well uh we appreciate everybody tuning in with us today uh we challenge you to maybe spend a little time and, and look at your day ahead and look at those moments those treats in life that you have um and if you get a chance, we'd appreciate you rating, reviewing, and subscribing to the podcast, or maybe share it with somebody you know it'd mean a lot to us. And until next time, we'll catch y'all later.
2: Aye. Hey y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week.
1: You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast.
2: timing sun is shining nothing more i
1: need if you feel like this your best life won't you sing with me